All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. It's the Harland Highway. How are you today, everybody? Pavement pounders and friends. Welcome to the show. Big show today. Uh, Dr. Ascot is dropping by to psychoanalyze me. I'm terrified to know what he's going to ask me about or probe into me today. He creeps me out. My on-air therapist, Dr. Ascot. Also, a crazy news story that's a little disturbing, a little upsetting about pervy priests. Yeah, some pervy, greasy, sex-fiend priests. We're going to be uncovering that crazy news story. Also, yours truly hung out at the nightclub. I went, I went out to the club the other night. Oh, yeah, I went to the club, baby. And uh, a weird experience because, uh, you know, I'm a little older now, and uh, it's just uh, it's a little different than going when you're, when you're a punk. So uh, we'll be talking about me at the club. And also, we're going to be playing uh, the first clips from my brand-new animated Disney show, the Harlan, the uh, the the Puppy Dog Pals show, and uh, we're gonna be playing the promo clip for you, so you get to hear it. And I'm gonna be talking about when the release date is. So cool stuff. Let's go. This is the Harlan Highway. Sit down, strap in, and tighten your diaper. Come here, baby. You're about to go down the Harlan Highway. Oh, no! I didn't bargain for this. Oh, yes, you did. Chicka, chicka, chow, chicka, chicka, chow, man, baby. And the creature from outer space. Please don't stop. I got a mean and ugly face. Magnificent performance. This is the Harland Highway. I hate you. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> what do you say we get down to business? Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. All right. right. Let's start the show off with a crazy news story. I always enjoy them because they're crazy. Uh, here we go. Here's, here's the crazy news headline right here. Kind of freaky. Here it is. Sex orgies, prostitution, Porn. Allegations shake Catholic Church in Italy. Yikes. Are we surprised these days at these kind of headlines? I don't know, but let's let's get into the story here. Rome. Lurid accusations of priests involved in sex orgies, porn videos, and prostitution have emerged from several parishes in Italy recently sending shockwaves all the way to the Vatican and challenging the high standards Pope Francis demands of clergy. That's what I'm saying. Are we really shocked? I mean, after all the disgusting things we've heard priests do, remember in the United States here, all the child molestations and the perversions and the... Is anyone listening really shocked? I'm not. I'm not shocked one bit. 
I, I feel like this this kind of stuff is tip of the iceberg stuff. The, the, the it seems like the, the the priests and all these religious figureheads have kind of had this firewall where everyone's kind of scared to expose them and challenge them and and lift the covers off of what they do because it's so awkward and and there's so much shame involved both ways and and then there, there's religion you feel like well if i expose the priest he's he's a man of god maybe maybe i should just let him do it maybe maybe i'll go to hell if i don't let him play with my diddleheimer Ew, it's disgusting. Let's finish the story here. In the southern city of Naples, for example, a priest was recently suspended from the parish of Santa Maria de Gel Angelini over claims he held gay orgies and used internet sites to recruit potential partners whom he paid for sex. I don't think that's what Santa Maria de Gali Angelini wanted. Do you? Do you really think that's what Santa Maria Deligi de, de Algelini wanted? Was gay orgies? The allegations c- concerning the Reverend Mario de Orlando. What, I'm f- feeling a lot of Florida here. We got Naples and Orlando. There's some kind of Florida connection. Uh, were brought to the attention of the diocese when an anom- anonymous letter was sent to a Naples bishop. Orlando denied the charges when he was summoned by the city's archbishop, Cardinal Crescenzio. Cardinal Crescenzio Seppe. But is now facing a formal inquiry conducted by local church officials. Excuse me. Um... Reverend Dorlando, have you been having gay sex orgies in the church? Oh, no, senor. No, absolutely not. Not me. What? No, no. I swear to God I haven't. Oh, you swear to God? Yes, I swear to God. And I'm a priest. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I guess it's okay that I have to believe you. In the northern city of Padua, a 48-year-old priest, the Reverend Andrea Contin, is facing defrocking as well as judicial proceedings and accusations he had up to 30 lovers, some of whom he took to a swingers resort in France. the hell? Excuse me, senor, but uh, why, why do you have 30 people with you? Oh, these are just my altar boys. Uh, we are having a, uh, we're here at this swingers resort for a, uh, you know, it's a, a, it's a retreat. It's for counseling, and I'm good. We're doing some training. I'm going to train the altar boys, and I just thought this would be a nice, you know, secluded getaway. There's no funny stuff going on. Trust me, I'm a man of the cloth. You, you can believe me. Yes, senor, yes, of course. I, I would not challenge you being on this sexual island with swingers and palm trees and daiquiris and 15 finely scrubbed altar boys. Of course not. Now get out of my way. By the way, where is the olive oil? Oh, it's in the kitchen, senor. And the Vaseline? Excuse me, senor? Nothing, I, nothing. Well, show me to my room. 
Ay, ay, ay. Uh, Cortine was removed from his parish in San Lazaro after three women came forward with complaints against him in December. Bishop Claudio Cipolla of Padua cut short a visit to Latin America to deal with the scandal. He says, I am incredulous and pained by the accusation, Cipolla said at a news conference last month. This is unacceptable behavior for a priest a Christian, and even for a man. Really? It's, un- it's unchristian? It's, it's unacceptable behavior to go to a swingers resort? Well, I, I guess the Bible teaches us thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. I guess, uh, you know, the Bible teaches us to be, uh, you know, one-on-one and not be scandalous and jump around from bed to bed. All right, fair enough. One woman who claims to have been Corten's lover for more than three years claimed the priest carried sex toys and bondage equipment, prostituted his lovers on wife-swapping websites, and also invited other priests from the area to sex parties. Um, how many of you are now thinking, you know, I've never been very religious, and I've I've always felt guilty about, you know, not going to church, but I think might be the time right now to jump back in. I'm a, I think it might be time to get back into the, quote, religious game. Sounds freaking wild, man. Quote, even at the end of this affair, there are no legal consequences, and we have a duty by canon law to take disciplinary action, said Cipolla. He also revealed Pope Francis telephoned him personally at the end of January to offer his support and urge him to stay strong. Since his election, the Pope has taken a tough line on ethical behavior in the church, though he has also recognized the reality of human imperfection and personal flaws. Yeah, it's think about it, man. It's got to be tough to be a priest. I mean, just because you're a priest doesn't mean you don't wake up with morning wood. Right? You can't you can't stop a, a a wet dream. You can't stop, you know, erotic thoughts in your sleep. You can't stop erotic thoughts even when you're awake. And it almost seems cruel to to you know deprive a human being, a full grown man, of you know expressing his sexuality. You know, I you know, if God here's the thing, if God made all of us, if if we are made in the image of God and God made man, well God made man with a penis and he didn't put it on there just because it's like a, an ornament. It's not a Christmas decoration. It's not like a hood ornament on the front of a car. It's not like a door knocker. It's a penis. God built the penis to Get erect and do things and feel good and have fun. I'm sorry if this is getting a bit graphic, but I mean, God God did it, not me. And so to create something in your own image and then say, you know what? You can use your eyes to see. Okay, check. I'm going to let you use your ears. You can use your ears to listen. Your mouth, you can eat. You can talk. If you have to take a poo, I'm going to let you use your butt. But your penis, no, 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 no. That, that, that you're not going to use. 
You're going to live 80 years and you're never going to use that thing that's constantly calling to you. Get me off. Get me off. Nope, not going to let you do it. You're going to be tortured for your whole 80 fucking years. I don't know why, but you are. I just, I singled you out. All you priests. So maybe it's got to change. Maybe priests should be allowed to have sex. You know, it's probably all that that pent-up denial. It's probably all that pent-up, you know, not being able to, to have sex that's got them in a perv mode. How many of you guys listening can go like a month without sex? A week? Maybe a day, some of you. How many of you dudes... Could even go one year, two years, three years without sex. Okay, try 80. And here's the thing. Most of you dudes have probably had sex, so at least you've experienced it. So you don't have to walk around going, oh, my God, I wonder what it feels like. Oh, it must be heavenly. Oh, I can't wait till I lose my virginity. Oh, right? But the priest is like, well, I guess I'm never going to see what this thing does. Uh, maybe I should have it chopped off. So it just seems unnatural. And maybe that's part of the root of the problem. Why priests are so jacked up and horny because it's, you know, it's A, they're not allowed to do it. They haven't been able to do it. So they're all pent up. And then B, what's, what's one of the common threads of human nature? We all know it. When you're not allowed to do something, it becomes more enticing, doesn't it? When your mother told you you couldn't have a cookie from the cookie jar, all your brain did was scheme. How am I going to get those cookies? Oh, I got to find a ladder. I got to find where she hid them. I got I'm going to, and when I get them, I'm going to eat all of them. Normally, I just have two, but because I'm stealing them, I want all of them. You know, that's why people drink. They have drugs. They get into trouble. Remember when your mother would say, stop laughing. I don't want to hear you laughing. And it just made you laugh all the harder. When people tell you you can't laugh, you just it makes you laugh even more. And so something ain't working because there's just one too many. No, there's like five million too many of these pervy priest stories, man. And it's gross and it's disgusting, but but there's a side of all of us that are probably compassionate and go, oh my God, these poor guys, they're, they're deprived. Which isn't to say I'm 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 condoning their behavior, not at all. It's it's I think they should be thrown in jail. Uh, let's see what else has we have we got here. Uh, here's the end of the story here. Um, Francis has frequently called for more rigorous screening processes for, for uh, priests, and he has taken direct action when scandals erupt in Italy. A case in point, when reports of playboy priests surface in the Italian diocese of uh, some place I can't even pronounce, in the northern region of another place I can't pronounce, in late 2014, the Pope sent a special envoy to investigate claims that clerics had posted nude photos of themselves on gay websites, sexually harassed the faithful, and stole church funds. <laughs> sexually harassed the faithful. That's a, that's a gem. Two years later, the Pope replaced the leader of the diocese, and so it sounds like he's doing some stuff. 
Uh, the Pope said the Pope distinguished between the sinfulness and corruption and was intent on rooting out corruption inside the church. He says the remedy for those who succumb to temptation is forgiveness and a fresh start. The problem is when priests turn their backs on the people, lead hidden lives, and end up justifying their conduct. That's corruption. Okay, well, I, that, that, that's just ridiculous. The remedy for those who succumb to temptation is forgiveness and a fresh start? Okay, forgiveness for them. What about their victims? Do we give them forgiveness and a fresh start? No, because they've been victimized. That's BS, man. The remedy for those who succumb is jail time and castration. That's what it might, if I was running things. Good God. So there you go, man. If you're, if, you're, if you're religious, keep your eyes on your fries, man. Watch out. Keep your eyes on the priest. I hate to say it, but in this day and age, you got to kind of say it. And uh, don't, uh, don't, drop your, uh, don't drop your holy wafer because <laughs> uh, you don't want to bend over and pick that up. Hello. Hi, George. I think he's got it. Hello, Arland. What the hell? Arland. What are you... Roger, did you let Dr. Ascot in here? Arland. Oh, God. What are... what are you doing here, Ascot? Arland. What? What are you doing in my studio? Arland. Stop saying my name. Stop saying my name. Arland. Stop it! Arland. What? What are you doing here? Arland, it's time for your therapy session, Arland. I don't have a therapy session planned with you. Arland, I was listening to your podcast and you were talking about some very delicate subject matters. Well, I it was just a crazy news story about, you know, these priests who are in trouble for, you know, engaging in sex and, and, and molestation and things like that. Arland, have you ever been molested? What? What? Arland, that's why I'm here today. It sounds like you were very traumatized as you were reading the news story. I wasn't traumatized, Ascot. By the way, what color is that blazer you're wearing? It's butterscotch mint, Holland. Butterscotch mint blazer. Correct, Holland. Where do you even get something like that, Ascot? Baskin Robbins. God. What? What? Holland, I want to know if you've ever been, and I'll put this delicately, Holland. Have you ever been touched, Holland? What do you mean, touched? I think you know what I mean, Arland, in the context of the news story you just read. Have you ever been touched, Arland? What was that? What was what? Just the way you dragged that out, it was kind of creepy. Arland, all I asked you is if you'd... Yes? Ever 
Yes? Ben. Yes, Dr. Ascot? Touched, Holland. No, I have never been touched. That was the creepiest thing I've ever heard you do. Holland, I'm just here to help, Holland. I haven't been touched, okay, by anybody. Let me ask you a question, Holland. Okay. Do you have uncles? What? Yes, I have many uncles. All right, Holland. And do you remember attending a family function with any of your uncles? Yes, many family functions. Christmas parties, Thanksgiving, birthday parties. Why? Well, on any of those occasions, Arland, did your uncles ever touch you, Arland? No, they didn't touch me. Did you ever hug one of your uncles? Yes, a friendly greeting. I hugged them. So what you're telling me is you embraced one of your uncles or several of your uncles, Arland. Yeah, yes, in a greeting. Who hasn't? Aha. Uh -huh. Aha! What does that mean? It sounds like you were hugging with your uncle, Holland. Well, when I said hello, I put my arms around him. He put his arms around me. Kind of like slow dancing when you were a teenager. Well, I wasn't slow dancing, Ascot. It was like, hi, how are you? Welcome to the party. And how long did these quote-unquote hugs Last, Holland. I don't know. Sometimes you'd, you'd hug for a couple of seconds. Sometimes if you hadn't seen each other, it would last a little while. A little while, Holland. Yeah. What are you getting at? And did you shake hands with your, quote, uncles, Holland? Yes, I've shaked hands with my uncles. So you have been touched. What do, what do you mean? Well, it sounds like you were holding hands and hugging with your uncles, Holland. I wasn't hold. I shook my uncle's hand, Ascot. And when you shake hands, Holland, what do you do? What do you mean? You put your hand in the hand of the other person and grasp it and hold it and... Aha. Uh -huh. What? Holding hands with your uncle and slow dancing, Holland. I wasn't... Are you out of your mind? It's ridiculous. Let me ask you another very delicate question, Arland. Okay. Did you ever play ball with your father, Arland? Did I ever play ball? What, like catch? Yes, Arland. Yes? And after you caught a tough catch, did your father ever come up and pat you on the back and tell you you were a good boy? Yes! Aha! Uh -huh. what, what, what was that? So your father touched you, Holland. But look, Ascot, I don't know what you, how you're trying to bend this thing. That's a whole nother category, Holland. What? The bendy thing. My father... My father would pat me on the back. My father would... I'd sit on my father's lap. I... Aha. Uh -huh. What? You're telling me you sat on your father's lap, Holland. Oh, you know what, Ascot? 
Just so I get my checklist straight, you held hands with your uncle, you slow danced with your uncle, your father touched you, and you sat on your father's lap, Holland. Is there something you want to tell me? You know what? You are t twisting innocent, purely innocent interactions between family members and making them creepy and erotic and weird. There is nothing at all that was inappropriate about anything I said. Let me ask you this, Holland. Okay. Have you ever been to church, Holland? Of course. And you're a priest? What about him? Were you ever alone with your priest, Holland? What do you mean, alone? I don't know. Maybe talking to him in a hallway, or you accidentally were in the bathroom at the church and the priest came in to relieve himself. Yes, I've talked to him in the hallway, and there, there was a time I remember where I was in the bathroom and the, the priest came in, and I, I, I wondered in my head, I was like, it must be tough to go to the bathroom when you got that long robe on, I remember. Aha. Uh -huh. What? So you were alone in a men's room with your priest, Holland. Okay, whoa, 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 Ascot. Back it up. Is that what he said? What? Back it up, Holland. What? He did not say back it up. What are you getting at? What was he getting at, Holland? All right, you know what? Did he touch you in the bathroom, Holland? Get out of here. I want you out of here right the hell now. I want to know if he put the hand dryer on, Holland. Yes, he, put, he washed his hands and he put the hand dryer on. Were you standing close to it? Yes. So you were watching him get blown in the bathroom, Holland. What? He wasn't getting blown! What was coming out of the hand dryer, Holland? I don't know. It was blowing hot air. Blow job with a priest, Holland. I did not have a blow job with a priest. Get out of here! Freak! Holland, I want you to confess your sin. Get out! Blowjob with a priest, sitting on your father's lap, slow dancing with your uncle. Is there anything- Get out of here, Ascot! Unbelievable! What a sickoid, man. Roger, why didn't you tell me he was coming in for a freaking- That was sick. What a- Go to a commercial, man. I need to wash off. Get me some wet naps or something. What a- Creep. Ugh. Holding out on your mother? What? You never told me Massengill douche has Effectol. I just bought it. Only Massengill has Effectol for effective douching any time of the month. Massengill adds Effectol to all three fragrances for a clean, fresh feeling of gentle, effective douching. I've always liked Massengill's more comfortable slanted design. And only Massengill has Effectol for effective douching any time of the month. Trust Massengill, the leader for 74 years. All right, let's uh, shift gears. Uh, I did something I haven't done in a while last night. I went out to the club. Anybody go out to the club? Yeah, I went to the club, man. The club. And it's, it's interesting, man. It's such an interesting dynamic when you go out to the club. You know, it's like the music's thumping. And, and I've talked about this before. I found it horrifying 
but every, I'm not kidding, every third word out of every song was the word, and pardon me for saying this, but I'm just repeating what I heard, the N-word, okay? Every damn third, fourth lyric was the N-word. And what's funny, I've talked about this before, that the, the club was filled mostly with white kids, and the white kids are, are lip-syncing. They know every word, and they're lip-syncing the N-word all over the place, and I just find it disgusting. Okay, so that, that's that part of it. But the good side is, you know, the energy's fun. People are up. People are having fun. People are dancing. People are, you know, jumping around, laughing. It's a little, the, the part I hate is trying to talk. You kind of just have to stand there and look at each other like zombies. Like you, you do a lot of weird facial expressions and eye movements and hand gestures because you, you can barely talk. You can't hear each other. So you, you and your friends and anyone you, you meet turn into Marcel Marceau, the, the mime expert, right? The famous mime from Paris, Marcel Marceau. You're like... They're like winking and nodding and rolling your eyes and making bug eyes and <laughs> just lip syncing and hoping your friend's a lip reader and oh my god, it's messy. But uh, it's interesting all the attitudes at the club too because you got the people that are just like fired up and they're they're, they're there and they're just they're just full of energy and they don't care and they're having fun and then you got the the poser people who are kind of like dressed to the nines and they're. You know, they're 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 looking around to see who's looking at them. And then you got the you got the girls with the tight clothing and you got the dudes with the, the tight t shirts and the gelled hair. Oh my god. Then you get the the people with attitude that act like, Oh, I don't wanna be here, you know. Then you know, they're just standing there looking frumpy and they're they're looking like they're too good for the place, they're too good for everyone here. It's like, get the hell out of here if you don't wanna be here. Um, and so it's a really, uh, interesting, uh, dichotomy and, and people are like pounding back the liquor and, uh, it's just fun. It's interesting. It's such an odd, odd environment where people come together and commune and get rowdy and energetic and, uh, you know, so there you go. Nothing, nothing fantastical happened, you know? I went there with, with my buddy Tom Green, and we, we were just, you know, we, we had a show at the comedy store on Sunset. We both did stand-up shows there, and we were like, let's go get a drink, man. And we hung out, and, uh, you know, we got the old, the wait, the bartenders recognized us and gave us some free drinks and, you know, made us feel a little special. But the reality is, I'm, me and Tom are getting older now, and that was that was one of the odd things about going to the club. It's like, you know, when I used to go to the club 10, 15 years ago, it's like everyone's like, oh, hey, well, hey. you know, everyone recognized me. Now it's like a lot of these these, these people at the club are, are, are too young to recognize me or Tom. And so that's kind of a weird thing, the, the getting older thing. Um, but it's humbling and it's also fun just to be around that, that, that youthful energy, the exuberance and the... So there you go. Good times at the club. And speaking of good times, I want to I segue into 
I told you guys last podcast that uh, we were going to be announcing my new uh, Disney animated show called Puppy Dog Pals. Well, guess what? We went out uh, last Thursday. We did a press junket. We did. We went and showed some episodes to some kids at some schools. We we went on live on the news. We took. We went to People Magazine and we took a bunch of puppies for them to play with. We took like fifteen pug puppies. And it's amazing to watch people's faces. I tell you, we took those puppies into uh, to the kids. We took the puppies into the to the folks at People Magazine. We took the puppies into the headquarters at Disney, and we literally had about fifteen pug puppies, black ones and brown ones. And we had a little little gate we put up like a circular pen, and people could go in and sit with the puppies. And I- I'll tell you what, forget the United Nations, man. I mean, the, the look on these people's faces when they saw the puppies, people were like, they're, they're, oh, my God, no way. Even the guys, like people were just smiling and they were infatuated with these puppies running around. And I, I, w- I was able to stand back and watch everyone's faces. And it was just beautiful because everyone's bullshit just faded away. Everyone's drama, everyone's stress, everyone's problems, everyone's differences. And that's why I say forget the UN. That's what they they should just go to the UN and drop 15 or 30 puppies in the middle of the room and watch Iran and Afghanistan and America and, and France and Germany and North Korea and South Korea and, and Israel and everyone just gather around and I tell you what, man, it, it makes it makes the world forget about all, all the all the trauma, all the all the animosities, all the wars, all the politics, all the social hostilities. The puppies just melt it away like like hot water on ice, man. It was a thing of beauty to see. It was just People are mesmerized and captivated, laughing, smiling, hugging, touching, petting. I mean, it's just just incredible, the power of lovable, innocent puppies. I'm, I'm serious. That's what they got to do at the UN, just plop puppies down. So anyways, my, my Disney show is about uh, two pug puppies, Bingo and Rolly, and they go on adventures all over the world. And uh, need dare I say more, let me play you the trailer. Uh, and this trailer, by the way, if you want to see the trailer, you can go to my website, harlandwilliams.com, and watch it. But for now, I'll just play you the audio, and you can get a little bit of flavor for the show. You can hear the voices of the main characters, Bingo and Rolly. You'll hear me in there. I'm the only human voice. Uh, I do the voice of uh, Bob, their owner. And then you'll hear the voice of Arf. Arf is a robot butler dog that the the pugs have, and that's voiced by Tom Kenny, the guy who does the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants. So here it is, folks. Uh, The first uh, listen to my brand-new Disney show, Puppy Dog Pals. Hope you enjoy it. You ready for liftoff, Rolly? Disney Junior presents a new series. Ready! With two pups. I'm flying! Who know what's up. Bingo the bug with the plan. Hey, pup. Rolly the sunny side pup. This smells nice. What is it? Lay. Okay. They're taking.
taking on all kinds of adventures. That's the way, Bingo. Whether it's around the house. Look, surfers, we need you to be the shark monster. I don't want to be a shark monster. Way far away. Hawaii. I would love to feel that sand on my toes. We need to go there, get some sand, bring it back so his toes will be yay. Or this. Auto doggy robotic friend. Would you like Arf to bring you a treat? Come on, Rolly. You and I are going on a mission. Let's go. Take a while. Sit. I want to sit in a circle with you and sing. And stay. Because mm. these pugs. It's Bow Wow time. Are off the leash. Sorry. That's okay. Puppy Dog Pals premieres Friday morning, April 14th at 10.30 over on Disney Channel. Let's do it again. So there you go. April 14th. That's when it premieres, everybody. I'm very excited. Hope you tune in if you have nieces, nephews, sons, daughters. This, this uh, show is aimed for, believe it or not, it's like the... The, the two-year-old to, like, six-year-old age group. But uh, the show is really, I, I, you know, being objective, standing back, it's, it's, it's watchable by anyone. I mean, the, it really is. It's not overly kidsy. It's not preachy. It's not like there's a little lesson and everything. It's, it's just like a, a fun time with these two adorable pugs going on these wacky adventures. And each episode has a little song in it where the dogs sing and dance, and it's it's cute as hell. So if you thought the trailer, the promo clip sounded cute, wait till you see what they look like. So as I said, if you want to see what you just heard, go to harlowwilliams.com, and it's right there on my homepage. As soon as you uh, as soon as you load into my site, you'll see it. So I hope you enjoy it, and uh, it's been a long project, six years in the making, but it's finally here, 50 episodes, and it's going out all over the world. Disney tells me it's going out to like 148 countries or something like that on April 14th, So, uh, and they're, they're making toys, they're getting toys ready, and you're going to be able to start buying Puppy Dog Pals toys in the summer, and... It's just really cool. So uh, my appreciation to Disney and our amazing cast and crew and our writers and our, oh, the animators, everybody. Just a superb job. I'm really happy with the look of it. It just came out. It came out. It looks like a Pixar movie. It looks like a cut above your standard Saturday morning animation. It's really, uh, it's really done well. So have a look, and I uh, look forward to your feedback. If you want to write me, you can write me at harlowwilliams.com. If you want to call me and leave a message, 323-739-4330, 323-739-4330. Check out harlowwilliams.com. We have a little merchandise store there. You can buy fun merchandise. Um, like I said, you can leave a voicemail. You can write me. And uh, also make sure you get our app for the Harland Highway. It's a free app on your App Store phone. Just type in the Harland Highway. You're in for free. And if you want to have a premium membership for $20 a year, you get the whole complete library of Harland Highway podcasts right from the very beginning. And special events, special interviews, special stand-up comedy clips, only available to our premium members. So 20 bucks a year, that's a good deal. And there you go. So, uh, hey, I hope you had a good time today. Thank you for being here at at the Holland Highway. And until next time, everybody, chicken 
chow mein, baby. This smells nice. What is it? Lead. Okay. 